Welcome to Driven In Her Purpose. Hi, I'm Rosie, an educator, entrepreneur, master mindset coach, wife, mom of three, and a devoted disciple of Jesus. I help Christian women to dream and do with confidence and for the glory of God. I believe we can do anything with God and with the support and encouragement of one another. So join me each week for growth mindset tips and spiritual encouragement to help you to pursue your God-giving dreams. Are you ready? Then let's go. Welcome back to another episode of Driven in Her Purpose. I'm Rosie Leonore, your host, and today is Spirit-Filled Saturday, where the first Saturday of each month, I come here to bring you some spiritual inspiration based on scriptures and my own walk and the things that I'm learning so that I can hope to encourage you in your faith, in your walk, and for this month. So last month, uh, I focused on love being the month of love, February, uh, and uh, we focused on 1 Corinthians 13. And this month, I want to focus on James, the book of James. And there's a particular chapter and some verses that I want to focus on. And the topic is wisdom. This month, in this particular scripture, I want to focus on a few aspects of wisdom. And I'm going to be honest here, this scripture right here, I spend at least three days on this. Today in particular, I just finished analyzing it, I guess. <laughs> I used my read method today because I was like, I need to, this one is one is one that's worth writing down. And if you've seen my, my video on and my episode on the read method, it shows you a really simple way to break down scriptures and to analyze and then to apply it to your life. And so check that video and check that episode out if you haven't done so, because it's really helpful. So I will show you what I did. Using this method has really, really helped me tremendously, especially when it has come to uh, being more in depth in my Bible. So the scripture we're going to read today is in James in chapter 3 in verse 17. Here I'm using my... Um, travel Bible. I travel with this one, but sometimes I like to use it as well here with me. It's NIV version. And it says in verse 17, it says, but the wisdom that comes from heaven is first of all, pure, then peace, loving, considerate, submissive, full of mercy and good fruit. Impartial and sincere. Peacemakers who sow in peace reap a harvest of righteousness. Ooh. Okay, so this is very, very like deep. There's a lot in here. So I'm, I broke it down. So I'm going to share with you what I wrote here in my little journal using the read method. So for me, I had to break it down into different, uh, different verses, different parts of the scripture. So I took... I started thinking about pure. Okay, so first of all, the first thing I did was look at the definition of pure. And you can do this, um, you can spend one hour, two hours, or you can just break this down into different days 
and focus on each one, but I'm going to help you break it down and what helped me. So for pure, um, the definition that I looked up said, without any extraneous or unnecessary elements, free from any contamination. So what does that mean? So free from any contamination. First of all, it's talking about our motives. It's talking about our thoughts, our words, and our deeds. So in all those things, right, we have to be pure. So the wisdom that comes from God is pure. And so, you know, when I, when I think about pure, I think about the color white. You know, we, we those brides that get married in white, I, I got married in white. Um, and proudly because with my relationship with my husband, as I shared in a previous video, uh, not on my podcast, but on my YouTube channel, I went live one day in, um, in December. And if you want to check that one out, and I talked about what helped our relationship be pure, how our first kiss was on our wedding day and, uh, how relate, how, what helped us be pure. So I think about when the bride walks in her wedding day and she and her, husband-to-be were pure, right? They were pure. But I also think about maybe, you know, minerals that are pure, that are not messed up. Like, um, you know, if you have pure gold, pure diamond, like without, like just the pure, pure diamond without the whole process, everything. The the minerals in a form of purity, I have to tell you that geology was my favorite science class in college. I, I love learning about this stuff. But these materials are very, very um, untouched, and they're not contaminated, and they're in their they're in their most natural form. So, are your motives pure? Are your thoughts pure? Are your words pure? Are your deeds pure? This right here is like you can spend a lot of time just thinking about this, right? But when you're listening to God's wisdom, you've got to ask yourself: Is this pure? are they is this wisdom from god is it pure is it going to is it is it help is it helping my motives be pure is it helping my thoughts be pure is it helping my words and my deeds be pure so that's the wisdom that is pure next we're going to break it down into the next part which is peace loving okay so this one especially during this time at the time of this recording there is a war happening right now and it's very sad i i had a prayer i said a prayer in a, a previous um, video about it for the ukraine and russia and that whole conflict and you know when we have conflicts in the world uh it's it's so easy to want to retaliate to to just have a, a you know bitterness in our hearts and want to have strife in our hearts and want to have division in our hearts and it's so easy to do that it's so easy to try to think about the politics it's so easy to try to think about who's right and who's wrong but the wisdom that comes from God is peace loving. I wrote here that it does not retaliate. We must, we mustn't follow the way of violence. And I'm going to credit right now this book here that's been helping me break this down, uh, Life to the Full. This is a really, really amazing book by Douglas Jacoby. I totally recommend it. It actually goes into the practical writings uh, and powerful writings of James Peter, John, and Jude. So I decided to start a recent reading it recently. And so he kind of breaks it down here. So some of these are his words. Um, and so he says in this book, in his book that even when temptation is the strongest, we don't retaliate, right? That that's tough. That's tough, especially when you're within that situation. But I also think about in our daily lives, you know, our attitudes I wrote here um, upon not just attacks from other countries, but also uh, when it comes to strife, other kinds of strife, other 
um, maybe division attempts, people that try to divide us, uh, people that um, are criticizing. So that's a big one, right? People that are criticizing. So it's peace loving, even when we are faced with strife, with with criticism, uh, with attempts on dividing us, attempts on division. And then the third one here I wrote is considerate. So the wisdom that comes from God is considerate. So in the uh, in the uh, in the dictionary, uh, the definition of considerate is careful not to cause inconvenience or hurt others. Wow. Showing careful thought. Do we really put others first? I wrote, it begins with our words before they are articulated. Wow. So when you think about what you're going to say to a person in response or what you're going to say as advice, are you being considerate? Are you thinking about them first? Are you thinking about your words like being careful with what you say because that might hurt someone's feelings, you know? Yeah, like if you're discipling or like rebuking someone because of their sins, I mean, that's different. Or if you're like, you know, discipline your kids, obviously, but you still have to be considerate in how you do it. Because, you know, even when you're trying to, if you can say, oh, well, I'm just, I'm just speaking truth here. I'm just uh, being real. I'm just, I'm just, you know, you got to be careful with that because yes, you should be real and you should be sincere. That's another quality we're going to talk about. But you also have to be considerate in how the other person is feeling in your in your discussion, in your response. So just think about how you can be considerate with your the wisdom that God's give, giving you. So if God's giving you wisdom uh, that's from him, it's going to be considerate, right? Submissive is the next one. Okay. Oh, my goodness. So y'all know how the read method, one of the, the, the A part says apply. Apply it to your life. Well, this one's the one that applied to me. So my challenge to you is look through all these that I'm going through, pick one that applies to you. All of these apply to me, but the one that I thought I would, I resonated most with was submissive because I wrote here, first of all, the definition, ready to conform to the authority or will of others. Uh, weekly, uh, sorry, meekly obedient or passive, meek. Oh my gosh, like that's so weak. <laughs> like, I don't like that word. Me be meek? No, <laughs> like that's, this is my heart. This is my rebelliousness, okay? I don't want to be literally obedient all the time, right? I don't want to be compliant all the time. I don't want to be, you know, open to persuasion sometimes. And this is, this is tough for me. And I think a lot of you may be able to relate. You know, those that have a, a, a you know, kind of a, a leadership um, qualities. I do have leadership qualities. I have sort of the, um, I take initiative qualities. Got Like people that have those qualities can struggle with this. Um, but also people that don't have them can struggle with it too, you know? But I, I have them, I have the qualities and they're good, but we, I have to be careful that it doesn't become, that this, I don't become unsubmissive. Um, you know, you have to obviously be careful with what you submit to because uh, the wisdom that comes from God, you know, will lead you to a good submission. Okay, so remember that, you know, your leadership in church, uh, your bosses, your supervisors, when you see that they have their, your best interest in mind, when you see that it is a good thing, right? You have to, be, again, cautious, caution here, right? Because we're human and we make mistakes. But remember that the heart that God wants you to have is a heart of submissiveness. So, you know, if it's in, if it's really in a good path and a good, 
intention, e even if you don't agree, be submissive, right? So that is a challenge. That's a challenge for me. The fifth one is full of mercy and good fruit. So full of mercy and good fruit. There's two parts here. Mercy, which can translate to compassion and forgiveness, according to the, uh, the dictionary. Compassion, being forgiving, okay? Uh, and that's that's very important even when, you know, those who are, again, we're going back to the peace-loving, right? Uh, those who are opposed to you, those who give you a hard time. That is really challenging. And good fruit. So good fruit, it says here, concrete changes, results, um, bring results. So fruits that glor glorify God. So we have to make sure that our fruits glorify God, that what we are producing with this wisdom has good fruit. Okay, so that's what I got out of it. Um, and impartial. So impartial means treating all, this is definition of the dictionary, right? Treating all rivals and disputants equally fair and just. Yeah. So even like I was thinking about sometimes I know as a teacher, I have had to be sort of an in, in, um, intermediate, like some, a mediator, uh, it, get in the middle of maybe two different people who are kind of having a disagreement. Uh, and that, that's, I try to be impartial. I don't definitely cannot give my, I'm not giving my opinion for sure as a teacher, but also aside from being a teacher in your job, in your friendships, when other people are trying to seek, uh, resolve, you can be impartial. So that's, that's impartiality is just treating everyone the same, right? Sincere is being unhypocritical, literally, you know, the, the Douglas Jacoby in the book, uh, said that sincere, that the actual translation in the scripture is anupokritos, which is Greek, which means unhypocritical. So think about that one, unhypocritical, sincere, right? Okay. And then, so I, what I did was I analyzed my, you know, and using the read method again, I analyzed it. And like I said, I found that submissiveness was the struggle for me. Uh, and so I decided and the read method, the D part decide that it says, I wrote here this week, I will be very attentive to my attitude with others, um, with others directives, like my boss leaders, my husband, wives, my husband, and even my parents, my parents are in town, by the way, both of them are my mom is visiting. And those who have my best interest at heart, like other friendships that I know they have my best interest at heart, if they give me advice or try to convince me of something to help me, um, I am not going to, I'm going to turn from being stubborn. I put here, I'm going to crucify my rebelliousness. Literally, I wrote that. Crucify my rebelliousness, my stubbornness, and my pride and submit. So that's my focus for this week is submissiveness. Now, yours may be something else. Yours may be one of these other ones for the week, or maybe there's more than one. You may have to break it down into a few different weeks. But my encouragement to you is that you read James chapter 3, verse 17 to 18 for yourself. Actually, you should read the entire uh, part, Two Kinds of Wisdom, and it starts in verse 13 because the first part uh, says, you know, talks about the worldly wisdom, wisdom that does not come from God. So you want to contrast it. So make sure to take time to contrast both. And uh, if you want to grow in your wisdom, guys, I recommend, ladies, I recommend highly to go through the book of Proverbs. This book, I remember spending a summer just digging deep into the book of Proverbs, and it was like the most life-changing experience 
I mean, Proverbs is amazing for wisdom. So my high recommendation is to dig into Proverbs for more wisdom. Seek advice from God and praying for wisdom, allowing the Holy Spirit to speak to you and listen to the Holy Spirit and make sure, of course, that the Holy Spirit is not as, you know, how do you know? How do you know? It's um, make sure that it's scriptural. Make sure that when you're listening to the spirit, it's not just your subconscious telling you something, the evil side. No, it's is it scriptural. So listen to the spirit. Listen to others' advice who has the best interest in you and pray through the advice. Not all advice is the best. So the, I remember there's a proverb that says that people who seek, it says seek many advisors. If you seek many advisors, this is beneficial to you, right? So seek many advisors because uh, at least a few of them will be right. Maybe not all of them. So seek a lot of wisdom, ladies, uh, in the month of March. That is my encouragement to you. And uh, I, I thank you so much for joining me. And if you liked this um, video, this podcast, I would love to hear from you. Make sure you uh, leave a, a review on the podcast. And of course, I would love to hear a comment below as usual. What did you get out of this particular episode what did you learn most which one are you going to apply write it below which one are you going to apply which one hit you personally the most right all right ladies i will see you in the next spirit-filled saturday in april first saturday of the month and i will also see you this coming monday for mindset monday hey sister real quick if you received any encouragement from this podcast the best way you can thank me is by going over to Apple Podcasts and leaving me a review. The more reviews that are on the podcast, the more women that can be reached so that they can also be encouraged and inspired as they dream and do for the glory of God, just like you. May God bless you and guide you as you pursue and grow your God-given dreams.